0: Buddy, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ron S. Mako Chan and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number five hundred and sixty-seven. We are at that Podcast that Talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. Um, DJ Ron Ma i
1: I'm Ari Rockefeller.
0: I'm Mako Chan. And I'm Barry. Hey, and how is everybody doing
2: tonight? Uh, I'm very tired. You Same. <laughs> I definitely agree. Uh, fall has hit like a train. I know. So. You know, it, it's funny. It's
0: like people are talking about how, you know, November should not be this warm. It's, cl- it's climate change and this and that. And I'm just like, wait. Y'all, y'all need to slow down because it's been kind of like this for maybe the last 15 or so years. So maybe it is climate change, but maybe at the same time, it's the natural order of things because I could tell you for like 15 plus years, the week after Halloween, nice weather the following week after, get your coats.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: But I still remember that one Christmas Eve day that it was 65 degrees out and I didn't know what to do with myself.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. And I had to do, and I was working at Microsoft and I had to do, and I had to go deliver a user's surface and I'm running around and it's like every other minute I've either felt cold or warm. So, you know. And Cena Beery says in our chat room here at twitch.tv slash anime jam session, it's been a day. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 that's what I, all I will say is, (coughs) well, yeah, basically, Uh uh-huh. Oh, man. Anywho, let's let's get things rolling, shall we? Uh, We are live tonight, week of November 8th, 2022, live right here on Twitch TV. We're here live Tuesdays from 9 to 10.30 p.m. Eastern. And as always, you can find us here at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. We're also part of the Voice of Geeks Network, so you can find more about them at vognetwork.com. And they're also on Twitch as well. They kick things off on Sundays at twitch.tv slash vognetwork. Sundays at 8 with the Bobby Blackwell Show, followed by Orange Lounge Radio at 9. And come hang out on our Discord, uh, vognetwork.com slash Discord. Every show that's part of the Voice of Geeks Network has their own channel, so come through and hang out. And the pool is officially closed because it's too cold to have it open. But, yeah. I think, but I think the hot tub's doing well. At least there's that. So, now that we got that out of the way, we have a lot to talk about tonight. So, I'm going to kick things off with how was your week? How was your day? Ari.
1: Uh, well, because today was the ele- election day and a holiday. <clears throat> I got paid who. over the weekend and that's already long gone with the Bills and groceries to cover mm. usual stuff. Uh not too fond of you know, what happened sports wise over the weekend.
0: Yeah, a lot of us yeah. Yeah.
1: My people lost two championship series in the same but, night.
0: But hold on, hold on. The other one is soccer, so does it really count? Yes. Okay.
1: But also, I worked Saturday night. I, uh, I was scheduled for just like the afternoon shift, but I got you know, I got they leaned to me like, "Hey, you really you want to work overtime?" I'm like, ah, "There's not going to be anyone else's. "Okay, fine." And this was during the fallback, which means I got, <clears throat> which means a, I got an extra hour of free of a uh, free overtime, mm. but it also means. I was up nine hours in the middle of the night trying not to fall asleep at my, my desk. Yikes! And I've been recovering from that. It feels like ever since. Like I'm still not used to, uh, you know, the uh, the loss of light. Mm-hmm. You what know, with it falling back and all, like, like it looks like. What time is it? Like it's only six o'clock. I'm like. Oh, that's right. We're in this part of winter. I don't like cold weather and, you know, and periods of little daylight. So, uh, (laughs) I'm going to be, like, I'm going to be doing just fine this winter.
0: You'll be all right, man.
1: Yeah, but hey, I'm back to work, you know, without any further interruptions. So there's that. And I get hit by a freaking car again, or something like that. Keep me out of work for another, however the hell many months.
0: Mm. I totally get that. I totally do. <sighs> Mako-chan, How was your week? How was your day?
3: Um, week and day, not horrible. Uh, I've actually been dealing with Damien basically since I uh got off of the uh, show last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was losing a tooth and was not doing very well. He wasn't eating, and now he's back to normal. Sounds he's like st- the pain at a tooth was too much for him not to eat. Well, his tooth his tooth was loose and coming out, so uh, <clears throat> I tried to get it out. I called my mother; she came over, and he just wasn't having it. So he would eat wet food. Um, so that's what I've been feeding him. And hmm. it's a little while, but he's feeling better. He's back to his mostly normal self. But I haven't fully checked to see if he still has the tooth or if he's just working around it. It's not um, one of his fangs, is it? Yep. Oh, okay. Both of his top fangs are gone. Ah... So he's just got the bottom ones, and I'm waiting for the top lip to rest on the bottom one, and then I'm going to call him Bulldog. Yeah. <laughs> You're terrible! Well, before when it would get stuck on the one, I would call him Snagglepuss. <laughs> Have us a Mercatroid. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's basically it. I've uh, been doing... Work and i've been staying up way too late and mm. have but you know oh well <laughs> no i i i
0: i totally get it i legitimately do it you go. how was your week how was your day how was your month
2: it has been it has been a little while uh yeah 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 it's uh it's been all right um I, I too, Ari, my friend, am suffering from the, uh, let me just sleep off this next two months, please. Um, <laughs> so, I, so I definitely feel you. Um, I have been trying to keep up with a lot of different moving parts, and so it has been insane. Um, I'm still keeping up with that MMO that I got addicted to. Mm. So, there's also that. And then also just in general like, uh, there's it, it, a lot of going on and it seems like this year is like, ah, let me just go out with a bang. Um, it's yeah, it's been a little while. Um, I did some Halloweeny stuff though. Um, so I did finally, I know, a big scary thing, meet some of my MMO friends in person and we That's actually did nice. like pumpkin carving. Um, so that was super fun and, uh, exciting. Um, and then I met up some other friends from a different MMO that I got into when I was first getting into this other one. And, um, we ended up doing, um, like monster mini golf, Mm -hmm. which was actually super fun. Um, because there's like a black light, um, a black light golf area near me ish. And it was super fun to be able to, um to to go and play. Uh, I want to go back and take some videos and stuff because it's just a really neat place. Um, yeah, and then tomorrow I'm going to go check out uh, round one for the first time, so I'm I'm pretty excited about that. Ho-
0: holy crap! I mean, here's Ichigo; she's going out and exploring and doing all of this, and I know. then and, and then what's going to happen next? The whole the next two weeks. Indoors in her house sleeping, and you see on the front door, you know, we you, you know, when you charge your battery, you see the battery lights charging uh-huh. over that. Like, you know, how a typical door is, and it has like like the six spots on it for the design. That's gonna that's the battery layout. Each section is gonna be lighting up as she's in her office sleeping,
2: yeah. So, no, basically, if, well, if, and, and I also have my hundred followers celebration for. Mm-hmm um Barry melon channel so hey. we'll be doing a little bit of a celebration on Friday for 100 followers to celebrate this so I'm excited about that well I
0: will say if you're not sleeping you'll probably be at your computer just watching watching stuff to also charge thy batteries
2: <laughs> yeah I mean I've been trying to That's I know good. a lot of us I think especially those in chat uh <sighs> I've been so tired. Um, uh, but I'm also a workaholic. So like I <laughs> see Ottaviri he knows this more than mm-hmm. anything. But um, but yeah, I'm definitely, definitely a workaholic. But I'm excited. I'm really passionate about what I'm doing and I'm really enjoying the journey because that's kind of what a lot of these kind of projects are. Is they're journeys, mm-hmm. they're not destinations. You're always gonna have things you're learning and, and challenges that you face. And I think it's just a matter of like you know, once you get to a point where you're like, okay, you're handling all the stuff, is like, you yeah. need a manager, you need a graphic designer, and when you're doing those all yourself, eh, it, it can be a little much sometimes.
1: At least you're enjoying the, enjoying it so far.
2: Well, that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, basically. I mean, you can't go wrong with that. So. Mm-hmm. Let's see, let me see what else is going on here. I got I gotta fix the uh, I noticed the layout of, of us like the the like the yellow boxes. It's slightly off and is messing with my random bouts of OCD, which means I'm going to have to fix that in Photoshop sometime this week if I get if and when I get around to it. So anywho. So my weekend day ha- has been pretty good. I can't complain too much. Um, I hung out with a friend on Saturday, and we kind of went bar hopping between K-Town and and Penn Station. We only hit, like, three, four bars. The first one, we actually ate and drank, and the rest, we just had, like, one drink and an appetizer and just kind of went along. It was good. It was good times. And then Sunday, I met up with another friend, and... We went out for ramen. We were going to go to this spot in the city, but they had a location in Brooklyn, and it was a pain in the arse to get there because nobody told me that the uh, Q train was running as a shuttle bus, and I'm just like, lovely. <laughs> and I get to the location, I'm just like, well, fuck. I could have walked six blocks from from my normal train and made it here. So we ended up doing that anyway because we had to go to the the same, same train station, but my friend, she's going... Uptown and I'm going downtown, so you know. Um, and that's basically has been my weekend day. It's like things are starting to calm down at work now that my co worker is home, for, is back from his two week uh trip. He took two weeks off to go to a wedding in Turkey, so it's nice. He actually brought back some sweets, and I ended up swiping one. Chocolate's really good, nice, yeah, definitely. Uh, And I think that's it for all of our weekend days. So we're going to go ahead and get into some housekeeping. There we go. Don't forget, episodes of Anime Jam Session are available on our YouTube page Thursdays at 12 noon. So if you do miss interacting with us on Tuesday nights and or if you want to check out some of our older episodes, head over to YouTube.com slash Anime Jam Session click on playlist and look for podcast 2022 all the 2022 podcasts are finally on their own playlist so definitely check them out let's see what else do we have here um we also have upcoming conventions we only have one left and honestly if i don't hear back from them we we have done our con tour of 2022 so we have anime nyc November 18th to the 20th at the Jacob K Javits Center, New York City. New York City.
2: <laughs> Get the rope.
0: And before we continue, um as some of y'all may know, if you have if you're not blind or deaf, today is election day. The polls have closed here in New York. Polls have closed in certain places as well. If it, it's not too late Rock to vote. Go out and make your voice be heard. The midterm elections are very important, so go out there and tell them what you want. Simple as that. We ain't gonna sit here and tell you who to vote for, because we're not a political podcast, but we want you to exercise the right to vote, so go out and do that. And then, within an hour or so, you'll find out the results. I just don't want to have to deal with um, bright reds for the next two years, honestly. Yeah. Mm. All right. So now we're gonna get into our uh, geek roundtable. This is the part of the show where we talk more about the geekier aspects of our lives. Um, Ari, take it away. And Kagome four ten eighty eight says, "I hate I hate Ohio. That's all I have to say. If it makes you feel any better, most of America hates Ohio as well as Florida and Texas."
1: Mm-hmm. Uh I was going through a bunch of a. Uh you know my things mm-hmm. the other like sometime last week and i found this hat that once belonged to my dad
0: oh wow
1: yeah so uh that picture you saw floating on my twitter was like hey dad look what i found
0: mhm yeah
1: that's where i found this from
0: that's pretty cool mhm i don't have anything from my parents per se short of the picture of me and my mother at my high school graduation, but that's just about it.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, it sucks that I didn't win, but hopefully it won't be another 13 years before they get back there.
0: Mm.
1: So, yeah, that, that's yep. it for me.
0: Yep. And Theo X75 says that is a great picture. Thanks. Although a friend of mine was asking me if I had gotten a package yet and I said I didn't get it yet. So, yeah, when mailing stuff to people, it's always good to send them a copy of the tracking number. And -hmm. it's also doubly good to have a copy of it sent to your email, especially if you're using one of the automated postal machines at the post office. Oh, Theo's talking about the picture of me and my mother. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. All right, Marco Chan. What is that on the screen? It looks like a sports bottle of sorts.
3: So this is a shaker cup. Uh-huh. Um, one of the Twitch streamers that I follow is uh, sponsored by Rogue Energy,
0: mm-hmm.
3: and there was a competition the other month that the sponsor with the most amount of sold during that month would be featured on their very first metal shaker. Mm. So the streamer that I follow won and so given that it's actually a a really good shaker and it's fairly cheap, I decided that I would get one to support him. Um, that is his mascot Bubbles holding a plushie of him, um, so it actually is a really good shaker. It's um, so it's supposed to keep things cold for something like 12 or 14 hours.
0: Sounds like my water bottle I got from, from LTTstore.com, but I think it's supposed to be like six to eight hours.
3: Yeah, this is double-walled vacuum-insulated mm. steel. Yep. Uh, so I ended up getting that. Um, because it came with a, uh, like, the, the starter pack kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, I got some single-serve packs with that, and I will see if I like them. Cool.
0: I like the sound of that. All right, Barry Mellon. What do you have to share for the class today? I think we lost her. I think her she's lost her voice.
2: Oh, no. There no, we we're go. good. We're good. I just was muted. I was unmuting myself. Whoops. Um, I will actually be hosting my um, 100 follower event this Friday um, from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So I'm excited for that because it is going to be just a little bit of a celebration We'll be doing um, things like karaoke Mm. and Jackbox games and stuff like that. So that's kind of the big nerdy thing that I've been working on, big project that I've been working on because it celebrates the community and it makes it super, you know, it makes it a super fun time. That's really cool. Yeah, it's just a good time. (laughs) Let's
0: see what else is going on here. All right, so for my Geek Roundtable... I found myself catching up with some of the TV shows I follow, like the Chicago Wednesdays and Law & Order Thursdays, and then I stumbled across one of my favorite shows from the 90s, New York Undercover, so I started watching that, so I'm like, here we go, down that rabbit hole one more time. (laughs) And I tell you, I'm watching this, I'm just like, holy crap, was New York City really like this? But then I'm like, it really was. And then earlier tonight, while I was catching up with Law, with Law and Order, I'm trying to find it, and I find the commish is on Peacock. So I'm just like, here's another show I'm going to go down the rabbit hole with. But, you know, enough about that. Um.
1: Yeah, there was a huge effort to clean up New York City like in the 80s and 90s, wasn't yeah, there? Yeah,
0: Giuliani did it pretty well, but we're not going to go through that. Um. Mm-hmm. I will say one thing, though. Um. Earlier this year, uh, Dot Emu put out a game called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. As an homage to the, It's a, to me, it's like an homage to the classic TMNT arcade style beat-em-ups by Konami. And oh, to, I love those. Yeah, it's like a cross between the arcade Konami beat 'em ups and like, River City Ransom, you know, and, and, I, and it's a mm-hmm. fun game. Now the, the now the, the producers of the game, I think the the sound producer, put out a thing for getting. You could download the soundtrack through SoundCloud if you purchased it, or you could pre-order the CD. And if you pre-order the CD, you get a cop a digital copy of the soundtrack. So, and when I found out about that, I reached out to them, and I'm just like, well, I bought a copy of the game of this. I pre-ordered a copy of the CD, and here's my proof of the receipt. And then I get a uh, an email back with a digital code for download. And it's been great. And also, the reason I bring that up last week when I was coming home, the soundtrack here it is, straight from France. Nice. And it's still and it's still sealed. Um. If I'm not mistaken, the the audio guy is Kit Katana Records, or that's the company that's putting it out. So my goal is, um, if I can find out when Mega Ran is going to be back in the New York City area, because he 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 has a track on here, and I'm going to have ask him to sign it, and then I'm just going to put it up in my collection of cool autograph stuff. So. And also, if we're, th- if we're
1: going on about Ninja Turtle games, you got to get the Cowabunga collection. Sometimes. I, ha- I have it. Oh, you did? Oh, OK. I-,
0: I pre-ordered that. That's my childhood right there. You know, shit. <laughs> the funny thing is, I-, I-, I kept laughing at so many people who co- complaining about the um, the the damn level uh, level two. And I'm just like, am I the only one that actually was able to pass it?
1: the fuck? I was, but it was still a pain in the ass getting through.
0: Yeah. It wasn't that bad of a pain, though, but I was still able to get through it, though, you know. The only thing that sucks about the Bundle collection is it's not the original arcade intro because of licensing rights. I would have paid an extra $10 for that, but it's okay. Um, If you if you have the PC port, you can, I believe there is a mod of it, a mod where you can put in the original arcade voice. And I'm okay with that. I mean, original arcade track, you know, intro. I'm okay with that. So we have a lot of stuff to talk about tonight. Some of it is a little compressed; others, not so much. Let's go ahead and bring that up now. I want to talk about DerpyCon twenty twenty two pretty quick. An addendum: um, our re- report, our con report of this convention, will be out later this week or next week, as soon as soon as we get as soon as we have our other reports out because we try to do them in order. Now, those of you who listened to last week's show, who were participate with us live with last week's show, you could tell that we kind of came down hard on DerpyCon. And the reason why we did is you would think that after six years, this convention wouldn't be doing um, freshman mistakes, especially with the staff being prior convention staffers, And con goers. What I'm trying to say is. The con was okay. It could have been better. We didn't mean to like really. Tear the convention down. But sometimes you call it. As we see it. We are hoping. That the people behind DerpyCon. Will listen to us. Take some of of what we did. uh, What we suggested and try to make it better for next year cuz we're going to give it another chance. So, that's all I wanted to say about that briefly. I don't want you to think that we just came in and just beat it like a dead horse. No. No. But sometimes there are some conventions where that it it's it it, it, it be like that. So,
3: another thing is a lot of the issue could mm-hmm. have been handled. Mhm. They had the staff That really needed to be there for the amount of people. That's all I heard all weekend was that Mm -hmm. they were short-staffed. That's why nobody was checking masks. That's why everything was, you know, shuffled around. So, I mean, I can understand that. But if you know you're short-staffed, then you need to put limits on how many people are going to be there. And that's what they actually did. It's, It's not fair to the staff that you have. I mean, yes, this is a whole voluntary thing. Mm -hmm. Yes, they are working the weekend. But at the same time, they're supposed to be enjoying themselves too. And if you don't have enough staffers to go around and you have a bunch of, you know, upset people at things, they're going to take it on your staffers. And then your staffers aren't going to want to return either. So, I mean, one of the big fixes, I think, to be able to do something would be to either limit how many people are in attendance or raise your staff lo- num- uh, raise your staff numbers
0: Yeah that's basically that's basically the long and short of what we're trying of what we're trying to get up across here so we're just basically hoping for G best. Now I want to talk about anime NYC real quick. Because there has been some pushback in the community about one of the changes that they're doing. And I'm trying to find the post because there we go. Because there are some people that were non, none too thrilled about this.
1: What are they doing?
0: They're changing. You, you know how at popular conventions, if conventions, if the panel is really popular, people will start lining up about two hours prior. hmm And that sometimes can cause traffic jams and stuff at, at the convention because it's hard to get around and so forth, you know? Yeah. So what they're doing, they're doing a panel reservation slash lottery system. Oh, boy. Not gonna lie. I think it's a great idea. Let me see if I can pull it up here. Here it is. Now, I've put on the screen the information that's put up. I believe this was a from an attendee's email that they posted in one of the Anime NYC groups. So, I'm going to tell you briefly, basically what it's saying. As most of you know. Our original plan for panel reservations was to make it first come, first serve, but the volume of traffic received for the launch was a magnitude higher than our ticketing partner could accommodate, leading to a crash. Our goal with online reservations is to make this process more fair and open, but seats filling up in under a minute is frustrating in a new way, and it makes panel access the domain of only of those with the quickest internet and fastest reflexes. Thank you, Files. Seeing <laughs> all this, we're pivoting to our, our panel reservation process. New 2022 panel reservation plan. Given the level of demand, our new plan is to use a random drawing system similar to our autograph lotteries. We feel this is the most even way of offering access to a wide audience. Panel reservations will launch at 6 p.m. on November 9th, which is tomorrow, and close at 1155 Eastern on November 11th. Fans can enter the random drawing for as few or as many panels they like and they can enter at any point during this time period. We will additionally install virtual queues to prevent possible high traffic but there is no incentive to enter early. We understand this method is a change but looking now at events that will fill up in seconds we would rather give our full audience a chance to take part and welcome the broadest community we can. And then there's a link to for full, for more details. Okay? But as always... The weebs are not happy about that.
1: Of course, they're not.
0: We have comments like of people saying this is they're trying to be like Comic Con and Anime Expo. Some people complaining like this is going to suck for somebody who runs panels. Um,
3: Why is it going to suck for somebody that runs panels? This is ensuring that your entire room is full. I know. I guess they're feeling bad for the
0: staffer or something like that, you know? I think. People are just, a lot of people are upset that, you know, they feel they should be able to get there two hours early, first come, first serve, you know. Now, case in point, last week when me and Mako went to see Bandmade, there were people there at the American Dream Mall as early as 9 a.m. I will never do that. They gave the first 80 people that were there early numbers. So they were able to go in because they were there that long while the rest of us. Got into the VIP line. Did we get in? Yes. Did we have a good time? Yes. Were we able to see the concert? For the most part? Yeah. Could have been better. But the fact that they're doing panel reservations and lotteries, I really feel more conventions need to do this. Very popular panels like voice actor Q&A or cosplay Q&A, like chess or whatever. The big panels. There should be a reservation system. And if it gets that popular, it should be a lotto system. And if you get it, it should be pinged to your app, whatever app you use for the con. And then you come down a half hour prior with your number, and they give you a seat number. Simple as that. You know, you sit there, you sit there, you sit there, you sit there. Now... Some people are, going, are saying that this can lead to what AX does. If these panels and events are more popular, they're going to charge an additional fee on top of that. You have to understand something. Regardless of what you think or feel, Anime NYC is a fan-run convention. Even though it has a corporate structure, it's a fan convention. Anime Expo is not a fan convention. It is an industry show. That's why it's set up the way it is. Honestly, if I could walk up and get a ticket for the masquerade, which guarantees me a good spot, a good seat, I will not stick around for two friggin' hours to get on the line. I will show up with my ticket, like where my seat is, and I will go. That's the same, like, even if I'm press or whatever, if I don't have to show up till 10 minutes prior with a guaranteed seat for me to... Film the event and take pictures. I'm all for it. I really think this is what should be happening. This is the direction to go. Because honestly, I don't know about you, but I'm just tired of going through conventions with and having to deal with long lines of people waiting to get into a panel. I don't know if you remember, but several years ago at Dragon Con, two nerds got into a fight over holding a seat at a panel and one of them was stabbed with a pen.
1: Christ.
0: Can't have that.
1: I remember um, one of the last Otakons I went to, there was a person in line saying, this is where the line ends. You cannot line up any further. The line you were not in line beyond this point. And people were still lining up in that, like at the end of the line, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this is before anyone thought to uh, do this system.
0: Yeah, like, one thing I will say that DerpyCon does, they, yes, they they had people lined up for registration, but they were telling people, go on the website, fill out the form. All you got to do, once you paid for everything, you go to the registration, scan the QR code, you get your badge, and you go. They actually had people on the line with tablets doing the same thing. I think more conventions need to do that. If you're going to a con and you just, you, you're just you just going to, if you're going to just day trip a convention, you should go, just go online, fill out the form, get your QR code, go to registration, scan it, done. That's it. All right. And I'm hopefully I will be there to see how well this plays out because, again, I would like to see more cons do this we should be working with this type of technology it is a good thing don't abuse it
3: i i think something like this also helps those that are um not able to stand and wait in line mm-hmm. have equal chance to be able to get into these panels and things like that without having to you know either sit there for hours and be uncomfortable mm-hmm. right or, you know a- anything like that it it really is a complete even scope on who has the ability to get in and i mean the downside is people that would not normally wait in line will also be going for these tickets um so that's going to be even more people wanting to get into these panels but at the same time you know, it gives everybody an even chance. Yeah. I'm completely all for it. And I'm looking at one of the comments here. Someone
0: goes, wow, that's just dumb. It's so dumb that they had to turn off comments for the announcement on their Facebook. People are calling for the lead organizer to resign. This is becoming a bad circus. They should have just left it as it was back in 2019, just walking without any issues. And my comment, that's how you get long lines and possibly a stampede. Is that what you want? Some people are just friggin' ignorant as fuck all, you know? And mm-hmm. someone goes, so much for being a con for the fans. It still is. You're just salty. It's not being conveyed the way you want it to. And as someone goes, so theoretically, if you are unlucky, then you won't be able to go to a panel while you watch the rest of your friends go. That's such bullshit. I think first come, first serve is better. Smaller medium conventions? Sure. Big conventions? No. For no, that,
3: and the bigger that, the convention, the more people are going to go, okay, well, I'll sit here for the first hour, and then, you know, my group of 20, the next person mm-hmm. will come in for the next hour, and then, you know, the next... So, I mean, that's not fair either, when you're not mm-hmm. to all be there, and yeah. you're taking shifts, so that when you do finally get to go in, yeah. again, there's 20 people, I, I, you know, one person represented. I, I just find it funny
0: i not it's it's funny ridiculous and sad at the same time about the level of entitlement of these weebs these are the same weebs that will pirate anime same ones that'll pay for a vpn to to watch boot pirated anime to be say down with the man i'm going to support it my way where that same money could be used to buy a subscription for legally watched anime and i'm just looking at these comments i'm like i can't say anything because i'm basically a moderator here so i'm just like they're behaving to a certain extent but their entitlement is showing like a motherfucker. so enough about that we're gonna get into tonight's stories because I think we're starting to run a little bit over, but that's okay.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So we're gonna so, talk.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've beaten this this topic down enough. <laughs>
0: yeah, we have, and what's the sad thing is we're gonna this is gonna come up in conversation again and again and again. I just hope that I just hope that the people freaking get it. So anywho, we're gonna talk about uh, love live. Uh, you love live Nijigasaki. It seems that the voice actress for uh, Setsuna Yuki, Tomori Kusunoki, is going to step down due to health issues. She is stepping down from the role as of March 31st, 2023. Uh, messages from the voice actress and other cast members were also po- was also posted as well. The franchise states that, that she is diagnosed with EDS, L- Elhers-Danlos Syndrome. I actually know couple of people with that and it's basically means it basically makes it difficult to have continuous live activities they received a decision to step down from the role and decided to accept it as as a series of careful meetings tomori kusanagi will terminate the activity of nijikasaki high school idol club as of march 31st 2023 like i mentioned however her voice recorded for the franchise game love live school fight School Idol Festival All-Stars will be available after the mention period. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. They are still in the process of selecting a successor for The for the Voice, and they will announce it once it's been decided. As said, the activity of Project Lovelight Nijigasaki High School Idol Club will continue on afterward, so we would appreciate your continued support for the Nijigaku members. Although Kusanagi-san will step down from the role of Setsuna Yuki and Nana Nakagawa. The path of activity will remain in the future. We would like to also, as the project, offer our heartfelt wishes and success, for her success and health. And she goes on to make this statement. I'm sorry for surprising you with the sudden news. For a long time, I've been worried about whether this was the right choice but everybody I watched on the monitor from the backstage were all sparkly, pretty, and cool. I thought I wanted to see them like that forever, and I want people to see them like that. So it was one of the decisive reasons. I want you all to keep letting Setsuna see a lot of sceneries with all your might. I'm counting on you. Looking back again, I'm filled with the feeling of gratitude for everybody having been kindly supporting me in any situation. It made me super happy when I was asked to go on go for a meal together again sometime. Thank you so much. Sure, let's go. I love you all. And there is heartfelt uh, wishes and to her from various cast members on the show. Other than tuna Yuki and Nana Nakagawa in the Love Life franchise, Tomori Kusanagi played the role of Misha Necron in the Misfit of Demon King Academy. Among others, she is currently the voice of Makima and Chainsaw Man, which I'm finally going to get around to watch because I think like the hype around is starting to die down. <coughs> the National Center for the National Center for Advancing Translational Services, one of 27 institutes and centers at the United States National Institutes of Health, described the summary of the illness as. A group of inherited connective tissue disorders caused by abnormalities in the structure, production, and or processing collagen. The symptoms of EDS varies by type and range from mildly loose joints to serious complications. Serious the features shared by many types include joint hypermobility and soft, velvety skin that is elastic, stretchy, and bruises easily. Genetic changes in a variety of genes may lead to EDS. However, Underlying genetic cause in some families is unknown. Depending on the type, EDS may be inherited as an autosomal dominant or autosomal recessive manner. According to the organization, the disease is estimated to be fewer than 5,000 in the United States, and yet I know two people with it. Wow. And I hope she gets well, and I hope she is able to lead a normal life.
1: Yeah. It sucks losing your livelihood like that. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm sure she'll uh, recover.
0: All right. Uh moving right along. Uh Maka,
3: what's up with Sailor Moon? Ah, uh, yeah. So to celebrate the 30th anniversary, uh Sailor Moon is going to be re-releasing um the 30th anniversary memorial album. However, this time it is going to be a deluxe version on 12-inch record. So it's Mm. going to feature two LPs with music from both the 1992 TV series as well as Sailor Moon Crystal and the theatrical anime films. So uh, the first record is going to be featuring um, Moonlight Tensetsu, Heart Moving, Princess Moon, Otome no Policy, uh, Tuxedo Mirage, The second side will be covering songs like Sailor Star Song, Mm. uh, Destiny, Moon Revenge. Um, So you are getting a very decent mix of songs on that first album. Uh, The second album will have songs uh, such as Moon Pride, the ZZ version, um, and Eternity Eternity. Uh, It'll also have on the side B... Um, songs like Otome no Susume and Moon Effect. So this is going to be released in Japan on February 18th, 2023, and it is going to cost about 5,800 yen, which is about forty dollars. And I'm I
0: am going to try to secure a copy of this. Um, number one, I want to hear Rashka Ikamasho by Anza. And I want to hear Pluto's voice again because she's voiced by Amaeda, so one of my favorite voice actresses.
3: I just like um, what they do with vinyl because they can make it very pretty and colorful.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh-huh. So the discs are a very vibrant pink with the label being um, in various colors with Luna on them. Um, but the art inside is very nice as well. It has a, a picture from the original 1992 series. And then it's kind of reverse uh, picture of the more modern take from the modern series. Mm-hmm. So it's really nice how they put this whole thing together. It's a nice mix of the various uh, songs from the series, both the old songs and the new songs so this actually really is uh, something that if you collect albums or you just collect Sailor Moon merch, this is definitely something that you would probably very much enjoy.
0: I hope there's a CD version of this comes out.
3: Um, I don't know. Uh, a lot of things now they're mm. doing special, you know, special versions like this. I don't know that there's going to be a CD version. I would not be surprised if there is a digital version. I'll take that too. Also,
1: besides, I th- I'm fairly certain the uh, appeal of the vinyl version is how nice how nice the records look themselves.
0: And I tell you what, if I get my hands on this, I'm not opening it. It's going to stay sealed. It'll be on the shelf next to my Scott Pilgrim Versus the World uh, e- album. Okay. Now, if I got
3: this, I would have to play it.
1: Even once.
3: Yeah, I would have to play it. Hmm, seems but- legit. I have access to a record player. I'd have to listen to it at least once. And then I can go ahead and copy it digitally if I want to. (laughs) I see what you did there. Hey, if they're not going to give me a digital copy so I can listen to it, I'll do it myself.
0: Okay, fair. And it looks like I may have missed a Sailor Moon album because there is an Eternal CD out with... Rashiko Ikamashio by Anza. So I will be doing some traveling, if you know what I mean, sometime later. Mm-hmm. Alright. Um see what else do we have here? Um Ichigo, what's going on with Gogeta?
2: So, for those who are very interested in kaiju culture, Godzilla's teasing a new production for November 2023 release, um, Stand By Me, Doraemon Director. Um, So, uh, it's going to be a situation of new... Content, which is great, because that means that we'll have a lot more to get into. A teaser poster of the film was unveiled, and the official Japanese English Twitter accounts for Godzilla announced on his birthday today Ooh. that the next work in Toho's franchise will be released November third, twenty twenty-three, under the direction of Taka- Takashi Yamazaki, who's best known for his work by Stan- on *Stand by Me Doraemon* and *Parasite*, the live action. Lupon 3, the first, and Space Battleship Yamato live action film. A teaser poster for the work was unveiled. And um, yeah, it. Takashi Yamazaki is best known for his visual effects work and incorporation of those effects into live action films, as well as for helming some of the most celebrated CG films from Japan that have reinterpreted classic franchises as Dora- Doraemon and Lupin the third. Yamazaki will also be writing the script and working as a VFX director for the Godzilla work. Mm. Toho Studio and Robot Productions will be working on production of the film. Yamazaki has previously worked with Robot on the visual effects for Parasite and the CG for Dragon Quest Your Story. This is not Yamazaki's first run-in with Godzilla franchise, having helmed visuals for Godzilla The Ride, Giant Monsters Ultimate Battle, and Cebu Inn in Saitama. Mm. Uh, Yeah, so it's just kind of a cool thing that's getting ready to happen, and um, it's very exciting to see. Uh, Godzilla hasn't been getting a lot of love in the last 10 or so. They've been getting love here and there, but it's really nice to see that they're going to be doing a lot more work with it.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: I know somebody on this show is quite
2: happy about that. It's me. <laughs> well, also Mako. So. And Mako. Mako-chan also loves the kaiju.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I do love me some uh, Godzilla and some Mothra.
1: <laughs> yeah, the last couple uh, American movies are pretty good.
0: We but, don't we know, don't talk about the the one that came out in the, in the late 90s. We we
1: don't. Yeah. About that one. Not that one. Now,
0: obviously. the other ones on the other hand, yeah, the, the more shit. recent ones. Yeah, good shit, you know.
1: If for no other reason to see Boston get leveled instead of New York,
0: fair. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, let's see. What's next on this list here? Ah, Ari, what's going on with Evangelion?
1: Uh, let's see. They're getting a stage play in April. <laughs> what? <clears throat> the official website for the Evangelion franchise announced on Wednesday that the franchise will have a stage play adaption Tentatively titled Evangelion Beyond*, they'll begin running on April 28, thousand twenty three, in Tokyo's Kabuki, Kabukicho Tower. Ooh. The The will debut this will be the debut stage production for the that building's new theater, the Theater Milano ZA, Milano Dash ZA, <coughs> performing arts venue, uh, business conglomerate Tokyo. Tokyo and Tokyo Recreation Company Limited subsidiary are producing the play, which is expected to run until May. Uh, the building stands on the former site of the of Shinjuku Milano's Milanoza, a theater that screened evan- the the movie Evangelion: Death and Re Recompilation Film. Footage of theaters was famously used as part of a, cinema, of a climactic scene in the following end of Evangelion film. Belgian stage performer and director Sidney C- Larby Chokawi Chir- is directing and choreographing the stage play. Evangelion 3.0 plus, 1.0, 1.0, 3.0 plus 1.01 Thrice Upon a Time, the final film of Hide- Anno Hideaki's Rebuild of Evangelia Tetralogy, opened to Japan on March 8th, 2021 and ranked first in its opening weekend. The film surpassed 10 billion yen, which is about 74 million U.S. in the box office. Mm. The film's new 3.0 plus 1.01 version began playing in June 2021 for the film's quote-unquote last run, which contains minor revisions to some animation sequence but does not change the film's story. Uh, G-Kids and Fathom events will screen the films in Japanese with English subtitles in U.S. theaters on December 6, 8th, and 11th, but will also begin screening the film on IMAX on November 30th ahead of its December event screening. And, uh, oh boy, Evangelion on stage. I have too many questions about this.
0: As long as we see someone dressed as Gendo on the stage and point and tell Shinji to get in the robot, everything oh, is key. Oh, God, cave. that's
1: all- Evangelion, the musical, which, is, you know, that's how it's spelled. All caps with an exclamation point, and the the big like the big you know show stopping number is getting a robot Shinji,
0: <laughs> and they're all on stage kicking their their legs like the Rockettes. <laughs> God damn it! And then you have the actors come as the angels come out and doing the same thing too. <sighs> the fourth wall you?
1: in this version would just be a porous membrane.
0: Well, I mean, gotta have Deadpool in, in there just with a bo- with a thing, a tub of popcorn giving um, commentary.
1: <laughs> like, this has gotta be a sign, and someone throws a friggin' do not enter sign on stage. <laughs> There's a similar spot in lot where Arthur goes, like, you know, receiving the quest for the Holy Grail, he goes, it's a symbol! And then someone in the orchestra goes, uh, with the symbols and Art,
0: Arthur just goes. Money. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, our last normal story of the night. It's about <laughs> normal. Nor- normal as they come, given the person who gives us the articles. Hey, we love you. And as Sia DeBerry says before we get into our next story, but isn't it a tune of I Love My Dead Gay Son from Heather's the musical?
1: I don't know. I've never heard of that, so I can't comment.
0: All I know is because of the musical that came out a while back, there are girls cosplaying from Heather's, which reminds me I need to go back and sit down and watch that movie because it was a damn good movie. People who are a fan of mean girls need to sit down and watch Heathers. Because Heathers walked so that Mean Girls could run.
1: Hmm. Interesting way to phrase it.
0: Yeah, and I think there was a it's supposed to be a Heathers or Mean Girls TV show, but it got canceled because there's a high number of bullying in the episodes. I'm just like, okay. Anywho. Um Mako, tell us about the new anime entertainment complex.
3: Uh, yeah, so... Um, there's been a lot of stores and complexes of the otaku-oriented businesses closing down in Japan lately because of, you know, everything going on. Um, But, in happy news, there is going to be a huge complex... Um that is uh, being built that is should be done um I think they said yes, March of uh twenty twenty three so we're looking at a huge um basically expansion of the existing animate store mm. that's in Ikebukuro. Um, So it is the new flagship store, and it's going to have nine above-ground floors, plus one more below the surface. Uh, In addition to selling various types of anime, manga, video game merch, uh, the building will also house a theater art exhibition gallery, snack stand with character latte art beverages and icing and cookies and three separate theater halls event spaces for concerts stage shows, dramatic readings talk shows and other <laughs> mm.
1: dramatic readings
3: <laughs> so basically you start off in the basement uh, that is where the theater is going to be the first floor is going to be character goods and the drink stand The second floor is going to be manga. The third floor is going to be manga and art books. The fourth and fifth floor are going to be character goods. The sixth floor will be your electronics like CDs, DVDs, Blu-rays, and video games. The seventh floor is the animate-only shop, which is pop-up stores with art panel displays and photo corners. The eighth floor is going to be the revolving exhibition of anime, manga, light novel, and video game art. And the ninth floor is going to be the event spaces. Okay. So that I that's a huge, huge freaking area.
1: Oh yeah. Right but-
3: right now, I just want
0: a two D I want a Metroidvania game whereas all these levels and you gotta go through each floor finding stuff. And beating up on Weeb, so you get to the ninth floor, and you have to fight the Uber Weeb. Okay, that's what I want right. Now. That's what I want. Right that was now. the
1: direction you were going, yep. but the direction I was thinking was, you know, the the basement is where they sell all the used uh, idol figurines. Well, that's emphasis w- on used.
0: Well, that's where you have to go when you find stuff. To, at, we have to sell stuff from the inventory and do trades. <laughs>
1: Like don't go in there with the black light, that's all we ask.
3: Ew well,
0: <laughs> That that'll that'll be a new game plus.
1: No, it'll be the uh like the hidden upside down tower. You know, like like in Symphony of the Night.
0: Look, if this was an actual game and all of that happened in the US release, there would be a DLC of a Mason jar. and i just killed ari
1: (laughs) oh god
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh god and for those of you who have no idea what i'm talking about
1: good for you you're like like don't let yourself be ruined by this information (laughs)
0: I was just going to tell them to Google Mason Jar and MLP, and that's it.
1: Yeah, that's why I said you're (laughs) better for not knowing.
0: But knowing is half the battle. (laughs) Okay. All right, all right, all right. For those of you who have made it this far, I'm sorry. (laughs) Because right now we're at the part of the show that y'all really... tend to stick around for, meanwhile in Japan. Let's see. Let's see what do we have here. Um you know what? I'll take the second story.
1: I'll take the first one I guess.
2: I can take the third.
0: Okie dokie. Mm-hmm. All right, um Ari Take it away.
1: An Osaka bus driver flunked an alcohol test after eating steamed bread. Among the many baked goods in Japanese convenience stores and supermarkets, Mushipan is relatively simple and cheap. While it's technically steamed and not baked, it's incredibly fluffy. Texture will give any cake or bun a run for its money in terms of satisfaction. It was also the breakfast breakfast of choice for one city bus driver in Kotsky City, Osaka Prefecture before heading to work on October 23rd. After quickly scarfing one down about 15 minutes later, like right before arriving at the depot, he was then administered a breathalyzer test which read 0. Point, like 0.11 milligrams per liter. While it's a little under the legal limit of 0.15, it exceeded the company's own limit of 0.07. He apologized saying I ate some mushapan, but was still forbidden to drive by the company and officially reprimanded this is not an uncommon problem in the industry and in addition a mushapan has occupied dri- <clears throat> has occurred in drivers who consume other types of bread sandwiches kimchi or energy drinks even using mouthwash has result- resulted in drivers blowing over the limit yeah wow. i was waiting for the comparison to that in most cases such as that mushapan, the food itself contains trace amounts of alcohol as does in the production of beer and sake, yeast ferments grains such as wheat and rice, turning the starch into sugar and then into alcohol. <clears throat> the amount of alcohol is really very small and unlikely to intoxicate anyone who eats it. However, particles of bread get trapped between teeth, which are then placed right next to the end of the breathalyzer. Which is how you get false positives like that.
0: Mm.
1: And there's comments like there's alcohol in bread, which. That guy's got his priority straight.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I heard from a text: gravity eating bread can do that, or even just brushing your teeth too h- close to the time of testing. My boss once decided to disinfect the breathalyzer with an alcohol spray, and everyone tested positive.
0: <laughs> wow! <Lucky> idiot.
1: <laughs> it seems like there's alcohol in everything, which is scary because this person's allergic to it. Which, well, it, it, well, he's obviously, you know, heard about this before, the, the bus driver, because, you know, he immediately went to, hey, I have the, like, I ate more, some uh, mushi pan, which wouldn't surprise me if he actually had the, like, pulled out the wrapper to show it, you know, like, hey, man, I'm not lying to you about this. I You're mean, a- well,
2: birthday.
0: it's. It's like when, like here in the states, when you eat a poppy seed bagel, and then you realize you gotta take a piss test right afterwards.
1: Yeah, that's kind of an like. Isn't that supposed to be an urban myth? It's like- not. An-
3: <laughs> no, it was proven as true. Yep. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you you do have to eat a lot of it, but in certain people, it don't have to. Yep.
1: Like, someone like me, I wouldn't be able to piss hot off eating Correct. a single poppy
0: seed bagel. Me, probably so.
3: Well, it, it also depends hmm. on the sensitivity of the test. Um, unfortunately, the tests are different depending on you know, what they're looking for. Obviously, if you're in a state that can't really test for that, they might see it but they're not going to do anything because that just happens to be a weaker form of the test the ones that are specifically looking for the um, those areas in your uh, in your pee um, those are really strong tests so you don't have to take that much of it there are people that just eat one you know, one bagel and they're testing positive. Mm. And yes, I know people that have tested positive after eating a bagel.
0: The more, you know, all right, moving on. So, we're going to talk about how you can get an alternative to hot coffee and hot tea. It's called hot bottled water. In Japan, one of the best things about the the time of the year, which is around this time of the year, is that you can buy hot drinks in cans and bottles at convenience stores. When you're out and about on a chilly day, or especially on a frigid night, there's no quicker way to warm yourself up than popping into a shop and grabbing a bottle of green tea or a can of coffee from the heating rack so that you have warm, comforting beverage to sip until you're back indoors. Or if you want, you can grab a bottle of hot water thanks to Asahi and their Oishimizu Tenesu Sayu, which went on sale at the start of this month. Basically, Oishi Mizu Tenisui Sayu isn't one of those clear, non-carbonated soda-style flavored waters that started gaining popularity in Japan. Sayu means hot water, and the piping hot bottles are simply filled with the same mineral water that Asahi usually sells at cold or room temperature under its Oishi Mizu Tenisui line. Asahi says, in recent years, hot water has been gaining in, pop, in polarity, I guess he meant popularity, with a growing number of people craving it on late autumn and winter mornings as a way to warm themselves up without the jittery caffeine side effects of coffee or tea. These aren't just leftover bottles of water that get tossed into the heater rack, either, as orange caps indicate that a drink, under Japanese beverage handling regulations, is only to be sold hot. Asahi Oishi Mizu Tenesui Sayu is priced at 105 yen, which is 70 cents, and available in convenience stores and supermarkets nationwide. I don't know. I can't see myself cracking open up a nice warm bottle of water to drink.
1: A part of me is also thinking, what, do people just carry around their own tea bags with them? Some do. Eh.
0: What say you ladies? Do you think you could wake up and just drink a nice w- bottle of warm water? No. <laughs> uh,
2: I mean, it depends, really, because um, there are some days where I just either will drink cold. Well, and it's also the bottles, too. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, if you warm the bottles, it's one of those things where it's like you're degrading the plastic, so you're more likely to drink the plastic. So if it's like an aluminum bottle, I could see that. It's a can. It's like a can on like,
0: yeah, well, well, you've been to Japan, you know.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if it's a can of water, I could see that being really nice for, um, when you're like, when to you warm your hands or something, like just having a nice cup, a warm thing of water just to warm you up. Um, but I also love caffeine, so I would probably go coffee over, or coffee or tea over hot water. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Um, uh, I think Ichigo. You said you wanted to take the next
2: one. Yeah, I'm gonna take the next one.
0: This one, it, this one kind of threw me for a loop.
2: Yeah, uh, miso soup, y'all. Uh, it apparently has regulations and stuff. You would have not have ever thought of that before, but apparently it does. Um, so if you have you know, uh, been wondering what can legally be called miso, uh, never fear, we have that information for you. Uh, it's sparking a debate, though, online, and this decision incensed netizens around the can- the country of Japan, and Tuchan's founder even got involved. Mm. Anyone familiar with the Japanese cuisine we know as miso um, is a Japanese seasoning made from fermented paste, soybean paste, particularly. Miso is a key ingredient in Japanese cooking, and um, there's just varieties, depending on their fermentation and the process and everything— and and how they are de- de- handled, dealt right. with, fermented. Mm-hmm. Um, and it usually all links back to fermented soybeans. Knowing this, though, some people might come to the conclusion that miso isn't miso until it, unless it contains soybeans of some sort. The Japanese Ministry of Agriculture, Forestry, and Fisheries are of the same opinion and defined miso as a product obtained by steaming soybeans or soybeans and grains, such as rice and wheat, that are steamed and cultured with koji bacteria. On the other hand, one company who doesn't share the school of thought is Li Shoten, a miso manufacturer in Ihi, from Ichime's Prefecture in Uwajima City. Since 1958, Li has, Shoten has been making a unique kind of barley miso, which is made only using barley and salt. Um, the shop has continued selling the product without changing the production method ever since it went on the market over 60 years ago. And recently though, the shop suddenly received a notice from Uwajima City Health Department Saying that Li Shoten's product does not contain soybeans as an ingredient, so it can't be sold as barley miso, and so it can't contain the word miso on any of its packaging. Mm. Um, basically, when asked if they would consider changing the production methods to include it, they would say, they said it's unlikely. Um, they also said that Li Shoten were given until November, um, and... They are reluctant. Uh, they're thinking about it though now to satisfy the requirements, so that they don't lose business. I, I would assume because doing business in Japan is a very serious endeavor. So it's definitely a situation where, um, you know, you you probably want to abide by their their food laws. True. Um, true. Especially because some of them can be quite strict. And you, you, yeah, it, just the way the business is in Japan, you you want to be very aware of it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. An unexpected supporter came to their aid, though, Hiroyuki Nishimura, a Japanese entrepreneur and founder of a Japanese image board, Tuchan. Nishimura offered to pay the penalty fines for them, commenting that it's not fair for them, who've been making their miso for over generations, to um, have rules made now, like after the fact. Right. Which I definitely agree with.
1: They're advocating the a grandfather to... clause.
2: Yeah, basically, yes. They're advocating, like, this grandfather clause or this clause of, of allowing them to keep producing things the way that they've been producing them for years. Um, so they basically wanted to protect local food culture, the fact that it's regional. Um, you know, food does differ depending on the region that you go to, even basic foods like rice or, you know, a regular production of of food. Mm-hmm. And then also... Um, labeling food correctly is very important for people with food intolerances and allergies. Mm -hmm. And this is more so the case of following the rules, maybe a little bit too strongly. Um, I would also agree. I think that, um, if they have the ingredients listed on the back of their packaging and it's called barley miso, personally, even a person as, uh, as a person with allergies, I would still check the ingredients. Mm -hmm. Um, people who, who have food allergies, are one of the first people to check the ingredients anyway. So it's not even a situation of that. So, um, but in general, uh, they're widely recognized in Uajima, and they came to the conclusion that the consumers being misled or misinterpreting it is very, very low. Mm. So hopefully they won't have to deal with the penalties and stuff, and they'll be given more freedom with it um, until, you know, uh, production is decided. That's good. Mm-hmm.
0: And now, Mako, let's see. What? Why does the government want access to my air conditioner? Please explain this one.
3: Yeah, so... Uh, um, basically, what's going on, in a meeting last Wednesday, the Energy Conservation Subcommittee of the Ministry of Economic, Trade, and Industry resolved to begin working group discussions with the aim of gaining the ability to remotely turn down privately owned air conditioner heater units the goal would be to decrease energy usage during expected power shortages which the committee feels are a growing concern as japan attempts to shift towards renewable energy source sources such as solar power where the amount generated can be affected by day-to-day climate making it difficult to stabilize the amount of total power available. Ministry says that AC unit usage accounts for roughly 30% of household electricity consumption in Japan. Hmm. From a technical standpoint, the plan wouldn't be particularly difficult because of the units that most households have. Um, <clears throat> most of them do have uh, air conditioning units that have remote controls. It's just a matter of the upgraded models having uh, internet accessibility. Uh, some of them already do because you can control uh, certain air conditioning units, even your heating thermostat and things like that from apps. Mm-hmm. So you're able to control them through the, you know, through Wi-Fi and the internet. However. Um, public opinion basically says, uh, they're playing God. (laughs) I'm glad the AC unit I just bought isn't internet uh, connected. Another great. That's a
1: weird sentence to say when you come to think about it.
3: Yeah. Um, so they'll stop doing this when people start dying. Right. And the last comment might sound, uh, a little sarcastic, But heat stroke deaths aren't uncommon in Japan, with a heat wave a while back killing 79 people in Tokyo alone. Oof. Yeah. um, The committee is currently working under the concept that the government would only be able to turn down AC units if their individual owners have agreed in advance to grant authority. Uh, I can see that being very, very badly...
1: Implemented.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Like someone's gonna find a way to, uh, you know, finagle this somehow. And you know there'll be people, there'll be individuals like, bitch, if I want to turn my house into a freaking ice box, that's my prerogative, not yours.
3: Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, and you know, some people just don't use air conditioning in the first place. Right. So this isn't going to bother them much, but I, I, I'm the one that, you know, is paying my bills and I get that they want to make, you know, use of the renewable sources, but you know, if I want it to be warmer, I want it to be colder.
2: It's my fucking house.
1: Like, are you going to give me a discount on my energy bill if i decide to let this happen?
2: Are you going to pay me to, to let you control my uh, my air conditioning there? Even better. I mean, something like that. yeah.
0: It's sort of like when you buy an electric car or a hybrid and the government's like, oh, you have one of these? Oh, we're going to give you extra money back on your taxes or something like that. An incentive, mm-hmm. you know? I like where they're going with this idea, but it's just poorly implemented. Simple as that.
1: Yeah, and people are already, like we said, people are already starting to point out the cracks in uh, the the possible loopholes that could be abused.
0: I mean, I would probably be okay with this more if, say, this was the program and something was up where the temperatures, that they had to be turned off or this or that. You should get a notification and be like, are you going to turn it on? Yes or no? Yes? Sure. No. Reason. Send. And leave it at that. And then they can look at these reasons why not and they can analyze and make it better. You know,
3: that I would be okay with. The only thing that I can think of is when we do have heat waves and stuff like that, it can cause power surges and mm-hmm. cause power outages. This isn't being done for that. You know, if this was the whole thing that they wanted to do. It was like, oh, well, you know, you want to still use your lights and everything. That's fine. But we're going to remotely shut off the AC because, you know, we don't want any power surges. But, you know, if us shutting off your AC allows you to still have your light and your power and all of that, I think you'll be appreciative of that. Hmm. You know, that I can see, okay, well, maybe, you know, and you have a list of people that really can't have their air conditionings turned off because of health reasons and stuff like that. But on the other hand, that's not what they're doing. They're doing it specifically because they're trying to
2: save you know, a dollar,
3: save energy, which you know again is a great thing. But at the same time, to have the government control what you do in your own home—that's
1: far- yeah, that—that's that, stepping that's, over a line.
3: Yeah, I mean, I again, I can understand if it's an emergency, but not for. Something like this. Everybody as crappy as it is can make their decision on how much energy they want to use. And as Bonds006 says, Final Destination franchise literally is
0: a reason to show why it's a bad idea. This kooky plan. And that's all I have to say about that. And for those of you who are listening, I just threw my hands up and just shrugged from my seat. (laughs) and now that we got that all out the way and I'm certainly glad I did cut an article out of tonight's lineup because we're actually going to basically end on time so shall we wrap up tonight's show sure yeah and Mako-chan is nodding yes
3: I said yes I didn't hear you I'm sorry for some reason if everybody is talking nobody can pick me up on my mic
0: I I've kind of noticed that it might be the interface so we may still have to replace that so I will probably be poking around for another one or something like that we'll figure it out one way or another so any so anywho if you like tonight's show tell a friend They in turn will tell another friend and so on and so forth we're independent bloggers we're independent podcasters and we do this for the fun of it so what you like and don't like we're just being straight up with it. So if you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at anime jam com. Again, that is podcast at anime jam session.com. We're here to believe you. And don't forget to check out our website at anime jam session.com where we have our weekly podcast, anime tips and tricks, cosplay interviews, uh, Links to our YouTube page of convention videos, links to our Facebook page of cosplay photos, anime reviews, convention reports, and so much more at AnimeJamSession.com. Let's see what else do we have here. Aha! And don't forget to follow our podcast on any podcasting apps that you may use. like. Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify. Just search Anime Jam Session. Over 500 episodes are available, so definitely check out some of our newer episodes and some of our older ones. And what's great is that a lot of these apps a of these leave a review, so we'd appreciate it if you could drop a review here and there, you know? One good hand washes another, you know? And don't forget to follow us on our social media pages. YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook follow us on those so you know when we're going live with a new episode when we have new videos up from conventions for you to check out brand new cosplay photos for you to check out new articles and then some and we really appreciate the love and follows on there because we couldn't do it without y'all seriously and down below on our twitch stream here is our links to our tip jars where you can click on and donate directly through our ko fire stream elements Or you can hang out in the chat and type in, throw cheers our way. And we really appreciate that. And subscriptions. We love that too. So subbing to us and giving out gift subs, we appreciate that as well. So now we're going to go around the world. Last words, Ari.
1: My mouse is doing that thing where I probably click the uh, go back function. It occasionally does it twice. You know, two clicks in one.
0: You might want—is it—is it a Corsair mouse? Yeah. You might want to check IQ, make sure that's running properly, or you might want to need to clean that button out. Maybe. Last words, Mako-chan. I'm going to take the cat and go to bed. Last words, Barry.
2: Don't forget on Friday I have my hundred follower thing, but otherwise I hope you guys have a great rest of your week, and we'll see you in the future.
0: My last words, uh, I got a new case for my Switch so I can carry it around at work, and I got updates for the uh, for the Joy-Con, so I can actually have a directional pad on the left Joy-Con. So that is it. End of list. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode, and I believe um, Wild Spice will be joining us. So that is it. End of list. We are getting out of here. So let me go ahead and readjust this. Perfect. So, anywho, I'm Ranma. I'm Ari.
2: I am Mako-chan. And I'm Barry Mellon.
0: Great fight, great night. See, great fight, great night. See you next week.
1: Good night, everybody. Bye.
0: Bye. Say goodnight, night, Mako-chan.
3: Good night, Mako-chan.
0: Perfect. Awesome. We're out of here. See you all next week. じゃあまたね